Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org. Hello again, everybody out there in podcast world. Chef Sean Boucher, your host of the Business Chef Podcast here. And today, today is going to be a little bit different show. Of course, uh, we've had these types of shows in the past where um, I share my opinion on certain things, whether that be issues or problems or whatever it might be. Today is actually based on something that has been out there in the world for a little while that uh, I was asked to kind of come back to and visit. So that's where I'm. That's where this show comes in. A few weeks ago, I was a guest on the Man Meat Barbecue podcast. My friend Mikey K out in Chicago does and was grateful to be a guest on that. Um, he asked a lot of really great questions, and apparently I gave some halfway decent answers because I had a couple of people reach out to me and say, hey, this was a great show. You ought to do something similar on your show. So I figured, why not? Because, hey, this is what I'm doing now. So here we go. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the state of affairs that we're in currently in the food service business, and we are going to talk a little bit about where I think we're going to go in the future and some things that I'm seeing in regards to the future of food service and hospitality. So without further ado, here we go. First thing I want to talk about is we're going to talk a little bit about retail. Now, everybody is familiar with retail. Retailers, obviously have a storefront and sell us stuff. And now that Amazon and Walmart.com and all these other players have come into the market and kind of taken things over, we're seeing a lot of retailers shut down. Now, what does that mean for us in the hospitality sector, in particular in food service and restaurants? Well, what that means is a lot of the spaces that used to be taken up by some of these retailers that are going out of business or moving or shutting down locations are becoming available for us. Now, as retail continues to go more online, we still want to go out to eat and we still want to go somewhere to have some of these experiences. And so there's a lot of advantage that we have in being able to have a brick and mortar location where some some businesses don't, they're moving more online and they maybe don't have the same uh, abilities to have the brick and mortar that they did in the past. So one of the things I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of restaurants become some of these these tenants or these anchor tenants or you know, places that are going in, not necessarily anchor tenants, but they're coming in and they're, they're really becoming the tenants that are surrounding the theaters and the malls and um, and shopping centers because a lot of these retailers are going out of business and going away. So that's one of the things I'm seeing in regards to retail. One of the things I'm seeing in hospitality and in particular hotels 
is that hotels used to be, you know, when I was coming up in, in learning how to be a chef and learning where I was going to work and what the most beneficial places were for me to be, was hotels. Hotels, I could go in and I could learn a lot of different things. I could learn, you know, most of them had their own pastry shops. A lot of them had, were still doing soups and sauces and stocks and everything from scratch. And that was where the classical chefs worked. We see, you know, we still see a few master chefs out there that are working in hotels and casinos and things, but not as much as we used to. The The hotel space is becoming much more about rooms and a lot less about food and experience because people are going more towards casual dining uh, because of the price point and the in and out type of uh, type of service. Casual dining continues to kind of flatline or you know go go negative in some regards and in some concepts. And so, casual dining is still very hot and and is uh, filling a segment of the market that people are much more apt to go after right now, which is speed and convenience, uh, as well as some, some, uh, higher quality than say, uh, fast food. So I'm seeing a lot with that, with, but with hotels, you know, they're, because the focus is on rooms, we're, sh- we're shrinking banquet sizes and we're shrinking, um, kitchen sizes because of that. And we're not having as many outlets and, that even though there are there is still space there it's not what it used to be and a lot of the chefs that used to be in in those settings um, a lot of them have moved into private clubs a lot of them moved into different places there and and the segment kind of continues to gravitate towards that where it's more about rooms than it is about the hospital the overall hospitality of food and beverage and weddings and and all that now of course it depends on the property and it depends on the location and things of that nature but look at the litany of hampton inns and holiday inn expresses and comfort and quality and all these places that are kind of popping up that all have the same breakfast by the way and trust me i'm very familiar with microwaved eggs and waffle makers I tend to see them. I wouldn't even say I enjoy them because I kind of gotten over that, but um, I see them everywhere. Everywhere is doing the same thing. So please, please, hotel chains, up your game a little bit. Um, in regards to some of the other things that I'm seeing out there, we've talked a little bit about host- or uh Hotels. We've talked a little bit about some of the retail things. One of the thing that one of the things that I want to talk about, though, is that food food is definitely on people's minds, and the Food Network is big, and people are much more educated than they have been in the past, which is a great thing. But what is it? that motivates people. I think in every different setting, it's something different. It's hard to say, well, everyone is always motivated by price or everyone's always motivated by quality because it's 
depending on what mood we're in or, or uh, setting we're in, we're motivated by different things. And there's a lot of different places out there that are designed to meet certain things. One of the ways in which we really elevate ourselves as an industry and uh, market segments is to do just that, to elevate. You know, when, when uh, fast casual kind of came on the scene, which is a great thing, and I obviously have some experience with that. When casual dining came on the scene, it came on the scene because people didn't want to pay for certain levels of service, but they wanted the quality. And at the same time, you know, we were all looking to to be bigger, faster, etc. So what what casual dining has done is it's given us the quality at a lower price point with a little less service. So it's been, we've been able to get in and out and be really fast and get to the soccer game or get home or, you know, all the things that we're doing in our busy lives right now. But as one improves, others tend to follow. So as, as a lot of the big guys make changes on their menus, you know, we've seen a lot of these things in the past few years, the no trans fats, and uh, a lot more gluten-free options, and some of the things that we've seen in the last dozen or so years. We'll continue to see some of that, but I think one of the things that I find interesting is that we continue to use a lot of the same low-quality convenience products. And, and that's fine, because it, it definitely serves a purpose. And what purpose is that that I'm talking about? Well, I'm talking about the elephant in the room. I'm talking about labor. Labor is probably the number one concern across all segments right now. We are all struggling to find people. We're struggling to find people who want to work in this business, and don't just have to work in this business. We're struggling to get people to move forward in this industry. So even though, you know, we talk, I have talked before about this, how a lot of people get in this business because they have to, and they stay because they have to. They, you know, it's an entry-level position to come in as a dishwasher or a prep cook or a server and, and kind of just get a get a paycheck and, and move forward. And because everyone, especially right now, is so desperate for help, a lot of times we're, we're turning blind eyes to levels of experience or even desires to be in the industry. And it's hard. Oh, it's just so difficult to manage someone or help someone progress that really doesn't want to or really doesn't have a desire to improve or to grow. And so one of the things that our industry is really struggling with and really facing right now is this labor shortage, is that, you know, a lot of times, I, you know, I look at the culinary schools, whether that's a tech college all the way up to, um, you know, the university levels, a lot of those culinary schools are really struggling to get people through the program completely and get them working in the industry. And a lot of people... I mean, there we're looking at 75%, 80%, 90% attrition rates where people get in and 
get out within a year. And then it becomes this numbers game where we're just constantly rotating people through and they're not learning a ton. And then they get out and they don't know much about the industry and they a lot some of them haven't even worked in the industry so how do we overcome that well the long and short of it is I don't know I don't know that any of us really know what I do know is that people in every segment of our industry need people and so my suggestion in the short term would be to look at those who are retaining employees, look at those who have lines in which people are wanting to get hired there, go do stages there. What is it that they're doing that makes people want to work there? Now, let me try to see if I can bring this full circle. Let's go back to my comments about the convenience food and same to-go container, same disposable items, same, same, same. A lot of the reason that we're doing that is we don't have the labor or the skill or the knowledge to do anything else. And so once we can get the people and train them and coach them and direct them and guide them and bring them up and teach them, we can inspire creativity, we can inspire ingenuity, we can get people to a place where not only are they comfortable, but they're interested and they're passionate about working in the industry. But we have to give them the opportunities to be creative and the opportunities to show their skill sets and the opportunities to manage and prove themselves or to not prove themselves. But I know a lot of people out there who are not willing to give opportunities to people because they want them to prove themselves first, which I don't disagree with. But at the same time, we are at a crucial point in our industry where where it's almost, I would say in my opinion anyway, in my experiences, it's much better to hire personality and passion and desire and then train skill. And I think a lot of people are at that point where they're trying to do that. But how do we encourage people to come into our industry? How do we get people to look at this industry as creative and challenging and rewarding and not just as a fry cook or not just as a prep cook? Or a dishwasher you know how do we how do we change perceptions to where people want to come into this business now again I think the advent of the Food Network and everything that they're doing to educate and inspire and and get people passionate about what they're doing is great I think it's absolutely necessary and I think it's something that is helping our industry but it's up to us as day-to-day operators to hire the right people, to train them, to coach them, to develop them so that we can get more people. You know, the the law of attraction, which I firmly believe in, says that like attracts like. That if we're able to get 
a few people in the door and we're able to get them trained, we're able to get them coached and they like what they do and they're good at what they do, then chances are they're much more likely to talk to their friends, their neighbors, their associates, people that may have the same passion and desire to get into the business. And if that's the case, well then guess what? We have people to work in our places. But you know what happens? If we don't do our jobs as far as training and coaching and developing and hiring personality and passion and training skill, then we don't start that process. We just go for the same thing. Now, I understand that a lot of us are in crisis mode. A lot of us, it's better to have someone than no one. I get that. I experience that on a daily basis. Trust me. But unless we change, unless we look at those who are successful and, and try to emulate what they're doing, then we are not going to change as an industry. So we need to, those of us who are in it, who are leaders in it, need to inspire next, the next generation. We need to coach and mentor and train and help them and develop them in a way that brings more people to the table, but then also helps those who are already in here evolve. I can't even tell you how many conversations I've had with people over the last just even couple of weeks where in talking to hourly staff or, or staff that have just come in and trying to get them thinking what they want to do or, or, or trying to evolve within themselves, a lot of them just don't know. So we have to mentor them, we have to train them, we have to coach them, and we need to help them. It's up to us, selfishly, for our own survival. Anyway, there's a few thoughts. Again, this has been, in my opinion, and of course, I, as always, I would love to hear yours. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food your money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.